Wow. <laughs> I forgot that we Hello. were in it. We are in it. Hello, and welcome to Can I Speak to Your Manager? Episode 31, is that right? Yeah. Mad. Um, this is the show where we do the deep dive into customer service and work-related garbage. Mm. Um, and read out some of your stories as well. Yeah, and not to not to... Not to just immediately grab the grab the horns of this ball and charge it directly I'm Liam, into that's you. Seb, by the way, that's true. Um, I actually have a follow up from a listener. Mm. I'm into this from our first episode of the year. Motivation or from you, listeners, please. I like these, Mr. Bean. Um, sorry, just just because we spoke over each other there, I want to be very clear. This <laughs> submission is not from Mr. Bean. <laughs> it is from the episode that was titled "Motivational Mr. Bean." What a fucking come up that would be getting like Rowan Atkinson to like give us some hate mail from our last episode. Yeah, honestly, if if we if Rowan Atkinson can get angry with me, I'd be I'd be okay with it. That sounds like a kink. It's not all publicity it's, it's... is good publicity. <laughs> um, so this story does involve two brand names, which I'm going to not say the way that they should be said. Do you think that Rowan Atkinson colours his penis like the teddy bear? Teddy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I hated that. I made it happen and I hated it. Yeah, that was all you. That was all you. Sorry, who sent this in, by the way? What was the name of the person? This is from Dave. Sorry. Dave. Oh, cheers, I'm still thinking about Teddy. Um, (laughs) So... Dave says that he was listening to our Mr. Bean podcast episode and it's thrown him back to a traumatic experience when he was working for a phone shop. Um, Mm. And he went to London for a phone launch by the company... The company? (laughs) By the the company um, that rhymes with uh, Hamdong. Um, Hamdong? Yeah, Hamdong. The company that rhymes with Hamdong. Yeah, the the phone company Hamdong. Oh my god, mate! That it's kind so- it's kind of a tilted rhyme. I I, I agree, but it's that is here such we are. A reach. Um, apparently, uh, they said that him and all of the other ambassadors from this from this phone shop went to this Hamdong event. They sat us all in a warehouse and made us chant Hamdong while they projected the CEO's <laughs> face on the screen. Oh my god. Um, and that was a follow-up to us talking about. Uh, it was. It was. It was. We were talking about the the. You have to treat this company like a family thing. Mm, you know what? We should get Ali on the show. Oh yeah. Because, or at least call him up at some mm-hmm. point. Because, he has, the most like cultish workplace stories I've ever heard in my life. Mm. And it's very similar to that Hamdong. But like. Imagine being sat in a warehouse and they just project the the CEO's face Who on the screen. Who is the CEO of Hamdong? Oh, he's, I mean, he's probably a bad man. <laughs> I also want you to know I did just type CEO of Hamdong uh, rather than the actual... Uh... <laughs> um, there's apparently been three CEOs all from the same day Ex- in the same year. Okay. I type in, not Hamdong, but the correct version yes. of that CEO... Mm-hmm. And there's Kim Hyun Suk, Kim uh, Ko Dong Jin, and Kim Ki Nam. Okay. All appointed CEO, twenty third of March, two thousand and eighteen. <laughs> I I thought there was ever only one of those, but I guess I'm wrong. Don't know. That seems sus to me. It does a bit. Is it? Is it like you know? There's always two watching the other one, sort of situation. <laughs> um, but um, but I. I I don't think if anyone ever asked me to do that, I would be able to sit and chant the name of a. 
See, this is why I want to get Ali on, though, because there's like a high council of chiropractors. <laughs> um, do you get taken that, before the elders? You actually, you basically do get That's taken incredible. before the elders of the chiropractor world. And um, he, I've like listened to hours of him talking about like the big conferences that his work has, because it's like a chain of chiropractic uh, facilities mm. all over the country. So when they get together, it's like, you know, in Yes Man, when yeah. he goes to that Yes Man seminar... It's literally that. <laughs> like everyone just like chanting at the top of their l- like lungs and being like, stand up and hug the person next to you. And like Jesus. just crazy shit. The amount of times I've asked him to wear a pinhole camera <laughs> and go to one of those for me because it's part of it is like, this can't be real. People can't actually be like this outside of a ridiculous film. Yeah. Apparent. Well, I don't know if you ever sat in on like a multi-level marketing meeting. <laughs> Thankfully not. But um, I've seen them from afar, and that basically seems to be what they... That's sus. What do you mean? What's, what's suspicious How about that? How have you seen meetings from afar, like from a bush? No, I was, I was working at, at the place where one was being held. Ooh. So, like, I wasn't... I it's wasn't. energy to it. That was, that was when I was at um, uh, the Weed Cafe. Right. <laughs> um, they, had, they, had a, they had a guy come in and do a presentation on... Um, weird spiritual energy healing stuff mm. um oh we've actually spoken about him on the show before um the gamma mindset the gamma mi- that is the name of his book so i should probably bleep that <laughs> <laughs> um also uh, actually maybe i won't maybe i will just say actually that he sucks really bad yeah who, um, who gives a shit let's not protect ourselves because because also dave great listener great friend great guy um <laughs> did did he does pay attention to to this guy's Instagram mm. account and lets me know whenever it's particularly wild. Nice. And this week he was posting about the seven deadly sins and oh. who represents them in modern day. Oh. Um, and basically, uh, he outed himself as a huge homophobe and other oh, things. Oh, cool. What a cool guy. Not, surpri- no, not surprising, dude. particularly. This book's called The Gamma Mindset. Get it taken off every fucking site. I actually site. can't <laughs> remember his name, but yeah. He, um, dude sucks shit. He smelled really um, bad. Uh, that's awful. <laughs> I'll yeah. give you a choice, Seb. Oh, my name's not Sophie. Oh. <laughs> um, sorry. Would you rather listen to the story entitled Endless Shrimp, or would you rather listen to the story entitled This Forking Guy? I would like to know about the shrimp, please, sir. Okay. Unknown who this was posted by, so we're just going to have to deal with it. Okay. I'm, I'm going to call them Jimson. Uh, Jimson. Jimson. Mm-hmm. This one guy would come in for endless shrimp every day, park in his chair for two hours and just crush these little guys. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. You can only order one refill at a time. So literally every time we walked by, he'd ask for another order of shrimp. At the Red Lobster, you're only allowed three tables at once in your section, so he would take up 33% of my capacity to make money in those two hours. One day we counted, and I'm going to ask you how many shrimp you thought he ate in two hours. So, what's a, what's a portion of shrimp? Let's find that out, shall we? Yeah, can we, can we, can we get a check on average shrimp numbers in portion Red sizes, Red Lobster please? shrimp portion. I guess it's like 30, is, is like a portion. How many shrimp are in the shrimp Red Lobster shrimp cocktail? 16 to 20 shrimp per round. Okay. 
So I'm going to guess he ate about 200 shrimps. It's not far off. Oh, yeah. The man ate 330 shrimp in two hours. <laughs> I mean, they're small, but that's still too many. It's so much shrimp, dude. Let you, me get a calculator out. Do you? So you know how, like, if you eat lots of the certain... So flamingos are pink because they eat lots of shrimp. Bars. That, that's just under three shrimp a minute. I think I... Well, I could do three shrimp a minute for a short period of time. For two hours. No, for consistent no, two hours. No, for like, for like five minutes maximum, probably. <laughs> Wow. I mean, I don't, also don't want to. That would mean you ate 13.75 shrimp. You wouldn't even get through the last shrimp. I know. <laughs> that is, it's, I, don't, I don't know that I've ever eaten a shrimp, is what I'm trying to work out. Uh, I don't think I... Uh, no, I have. I have. But um, it was more like shrimp scampi rather than like mm -hmm. the shrimp where you've got to remove the poo line. Yeah. I don't, I don't like thinking about that. The stink tube, as it's also known. By me oh, now? That, that's a website I go to quite a lot. Oh. that's uh, That was oh. a YouTube joke. That wasn't anything I else. I know, but it feels really rotten. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? You'd go to a place called The Stink Tube. <laughs> well, I don't want to know what kinks you're fulfilling there, my guy. Well. I'm not here to yuck your yums, but... I thought know. this was an inclusive show, Liam. It is, but... But not for me. I see how it is. <laughs> yeah, just not for you. <laughs> okay. Exclusive for everyone apart from you. Um, cool. Let's move on. Yeah. Would you like one that's going to make you angry or one about the forks? I haven't experienced an ounce of anger yet today, so I'm going to leave that decision up to you on whether you want to introduce that to my life or whether you don't. Of course. So this one just made me <laughs> mad because it talks about how shit the police are. Oh, yeah. Um, they are terrible. And this is in the UK as well. Mm. Uh, a guy claimed I damaged his coat when I spilt something over it at work, demanded £1,000 off me, and when I refused, he hounded me with death threats for two years. <laughs> and the police said, he's not a very nice guy, you should probably take him seriously. I think that's the police's fucking job, to be honest. Well, well do you know like, what? you should take him seriously. Not, not, to, not, to, not to be political on, on this fun, fun, fun dumb show, um, but... The implementation of modern policing is not about prevention, it is about retribution. Yeah. Usually misplaced and um, completely... Retroactive response, the, the quickest response is the best one, you know? Yes, but it's not, it's not about stopping things from happening, it's about, oh, something's happened, we should tell, it, we should tell him he's a naughty boy if he's a, <laughs> if he's a, a white man. Yes. Anyone else? Much worse. Prison, prison death. Yeah. Um, so uh, the police are bad... And I would review them low on TripAdvisor. <laughs> cool, that's all we needed from that. Move on. Right. <laughs> um, I'm just going to fucking barrel through these. Yeah, do it. Bring, so this one bring it on. has such a fucking like palpable energy to it. I want to know if you have any um, particular like foibles in your personality that I, could match uh, to this. <laughs> okay, I um, thought you were just going to stop at foibles in my personality and I was no, going to start listing things. <laughs> We haven't got the time for that. Yeah, no, not, uh, definitely not. That would, like, relate to this, if you have any, like, particular things. Because okay. I have a thing about... Uh, I hate soup spoons. Now, please tell me more about that. Uh, they feel real bad in my mouth. I don't like to make my mouth that wide. Uh, they don't feel ergonomic at all. They feel like they're made for a different species' mouth. I think I agree with you. Good. It's good. I, soup, soup is for drinking. I had this customer who liked this one certain fork that was bigger than the others. The problem was we only had one of them. The next time he requested the big fork, I thought he was kidding. So I kind of laughed. 
that was a mistake. He went full Hulk on me and started to make a scene. I told him that there was only one big fork, and in order to find it, I would have to unravel all of our silverware. He didn't care. He just proceeded to cuss me out and told me that if I didn't get him his fork, we wouldn't have his business anymore. The, <laughs> the manager straight up told Jesus. him that he wasn't going to talk to Warwick just like that, and that he wasn't ever allowed to come back in again. He ended up getting a plastic fork. <laughs> I like I like the added insult of plastic fork. That's I know. I just, there's such a... I can't help but fucking cry laughing at situations like this where just, like, big, burly, angry men are like, give me my big fork! I want the <laughs> fork I wanted, you know? And get so mad at people over such a, like, pointless, trivial thing. I think I I don't experience that level of anger about things. So maybe not the level of anger, because we're not angry people. No. I wouldn't go Hulk or monkey mode on someone for giving me a soup spoon. No. You would be I unhappy, would, though. I'd be happy, and I'd, I'd, pref- I'd ask if there wasn't one. Mm. But really, if you're at a restaurant, I'm only going to get a soup spoon if I order soup. Yeah, yeah. If you order a burger and someone gives you a soup spoon, then things, <laughs> things have gone awry, I'd I think. I'd be so confused. <laughs> <laughs> what have, what have you so okay? Do they expect me to core it like? An Th- there's like there's this concept of trick food, right? What Wh- do you mean? Where food looks like one but is another. Oh, don't! Why are we bringing this? I fucking hate the whole cake thing <laughs> I mean, so much. Also, but what? That, I, that's why I want to improve upon it. It makes me so mad. What if you're served a burger, and you take off the top bun, and actually the whole thing's hollowed out, and it's just soup inside? That's a thing, but not burger. Like you can. No, I know a bread bowl full of soup yeah. exists, but I'm talking about patty at all. I'd be furious. Yeah, I'd be so fucking mad because but... I wouldn't. Because you know, what would happen is I wouldn't take the top off. <laughs> I'd pick up this like receptacle of soup, take a bite in it, and it would just goosh all over me. Liam, do you think that you are so like imperceptive that if you picked up a burger full of soup, you wouldn't? <laughs> you you would. Will you grip it to bite it, and you just you just put your hand straight into it? I mean, depends how hot, hot what the tensile strength of, of the skin is, because yeah. it could slosh about, and that would feel odd. What would be a what would be a trick food that that pleasantly surprised you? Something I don't like, and then it's good. Mm, if, you're, so so if you made if you were like going to force me to eat an olive, but it was actually like a nice little tasty treat, like an eclair, I'd be very happy about it. Yeah, okay. Because olives are gross. I mean, they're delicious, but that's beside the point. <laughs> What if, what if, I think we should have more, like, Russian roulette-style menus. No, we shouldn't. I think that's we, how people die. No, 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 you get, you get to say, oh, I'm allergic to this, I can't have that. But then it's just surprise. Yeah, actually, I can fuck with that. Get a, get a, get a, get a treat. You don't know you what it's going to be. You can do that if you just go to a restaurant with a lazy Susan. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And just shut your eyes and spin. Yeah. And then whenever it stops, you slam face into food. Oh. Aggressive lazy Susaning. Ag- aggressive Susaning. The aggressive Susan is what I would call that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. I've got a quiz for us, mate. What, is this to prove that we're, we're, good at, we're good at customer service? This is a customer service skill test. Okay. And I, I think we should answer on what we would do. Mm-hmm. rather than what we think is the right thing to do. Yes, okay. Because, as we know, the things that you are taught as, like, the right way to respond to things are almost never actually the no. the way you will respond N- Never to at all. Um, there's nine questions. Okay. I We're going to be doing them together. Okay. So, 
customers who complain are A, had, happy uncha- had unhappy childhoods, mm-hmm. B, are genetically predisposed to be sour pusses, <laughs> C, have trouble in their primary relationships, or, or D, are doing you a service in identifying what isn't working in your business or organisation. Um, can I select A through C, please? <laughs> Unfortunately not. It's obviously one of those. I, I'm going to go... I'm, uh, can you be genetically predisposed to, predisposed to be a salpus? So I was actually thinking about this on my walk home from a job yesterday. Is salpus nature or nurture? Well, do you know when you see someone and the way that they look at the world, you know that they're just not okay with things? Mm-hmm. That they, they're like... You don't, I bet you don't laugh. I bet you didn't laugh today. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, the amount of times I had like shitty interactions with like middle-aged angry men at the warehouse and would just see that they work there with the same people all day, do overtime and then go to the pub. I'm like, you fucking hate your family. Yeah. <laughs> you they just don't want to be, be at home. So for me, I feel like having trouble in their primary relationships might be yeah. the way. Yeah, I'd go, I'd go for that or the childhood probably. It says incorrect, but we know who's really right. Okay. Here. Customer care is mm. A, a managed care medical program for customers. Mm-hmm. B, a nifty alternative phrase that looks good in cuff to, cu- fuck me, look good in company brochures. C, a new program where customer care customers care for themselves. Or D, a philosophy wherein the customer is wrapped in service even before a problem arises. I don't like the idea of being wrapped in service. No. Uh, can I go out on a limb and say that a customer wrote this quiz? <laughs> <laughs> or a middle management arsehole. Yeah. I mean... I don't... A managed care medical program for customers. What the fuck does that mean? Like like a care home? Wow. Yeah, so customer care is when people walk into the shop... And they say, hello, do you, do you have uh, mushrooms? And you say, mm-hmm, come this way. And you take them into a care home and then they're never seen again. <laughs> Swaddle them in a fucking blanket, apparently, because yeah. you wrap them in service before the problem and arises. And calm them. I mean, I don't believe in any of these. No. I like the, the, the phrase wrapped in service, so I'm going to do that. Okay. Oh, I was right. <laughs> of course you were. Customers who complain want A, something for nothing, B, to be heard and have their experience validated. <laughs> C, to vent for the sport of it. Or D, to be made majority shareholders in the company. <laughs> um, I have definitely encountered customers who have the like confidence that they're like, their complaint is the most important thing oh, yeah. that the company yeah, yeah. Could, e- could ever deal with. Of course. But, I mean, I think generally people that do complain a lot have other problems going on. Yeah. That they feel like they can't be heard about. Oh, so you think it's heard and experience validated? I think so, yeah. I my brain is full vent for the sport of it. I mean that it's it's somewhere <laughs> between some people do just like to do that, but I think uh, there's the amount of people I've seen that are just like looking for shit to complain about yeah. just to try and get money but, off but food. But I or I think they do that because because they want to be heard. B- because no they feel like nothing is nothing about them is important in other you know, you know what? You, you've got a lot of heart in that, mate, and you—I feel like you really believe that. So I'm going to go for it. Okay. You're right. Of course I was. Well, for a company to be considered service orientated, it must mention customer service in its mission statement. I'm going to skip this question. Yeah. 
A complaining customer is almost right. A complaining customer is always the customer. <laughs> a complaining customer is often lying. And a complaining customer is always right. Well, that's not true. I mean... It's the answer they want us to give, but that's not true. No, th- surely the, the answer is a complaining customer is always the customer. <laughs> like, just on a pure base logic... I mean, I mean, yeah. That's right in any situation. Yeah. As if that's the right answer. Is uh, what? What are they trying to get across with this question? A complaining customer is always the customer. What the fuck does that mean? That's gonna. That's that's a little bit of dirt that's gonna live in one of the grooves in my brain and will eventually turn into a pearl of understanding. But I don't know, man. <sighs> What is it? It's a really good answer. Customer service culture is a new form of yogurt where the lid (laughs) removes itself for you. (laughs) Behaviour being analysed in a a petri dish for contagions. A mythical civilization in which everyone smiles and welcomes you when they meet. Or an environment where customer service permeates the thinking of the entire company. (laughs) It's the yogurt. The yogurt's the best answer. There are so many implications by customer service culture being a yogurt that removes the lid for you. Is that like the cultures in the yogurt being so sentient and so wanting to be eaten that they feel the warmth of a human hand and work together to open the lid to get eaten faster? That is exactly what they're going for, I think. That's insane. Whoever wrote this quiz is is unhinged a bit, for sure. I'm clicking that because that's the answer, the only answer I care about. It's the the true... it's true to me. It's the true truth. Mm. A call centre is defined as <laughs> is defined as the midpoint in duration of a of a telephone call. The call centre. Yeah. So one could, Liam, one awesome. one could say that we're currently at the call centre. <laughs> it's like the eye of the storm. Yeah. I'm really Jesus. into that. A call centre is defined as a revenue sinkhole. A call centre is defined as a place where middle-of-the-road calls exist with liberal and arch-conservative calls. <laughs> a location where complaints and problems are converted into successful saves for your customers and your company. I mean, like, well, they're, they're not even trying to no. like trick people up here. There's like one corporate answer to all of these. Do you know what? I bet whoever wrote this was a manager who was having a slow day and thinks he's really funny. I'm enjoying myself. Look, so. that's good. <laughs> I don't know whether I like... The, the midpoint of a call. I think it has to be the yeah. midpoint of a call. It's really changed the, the way I think about telephone calls and call centre now. Because at some point, we're over halfway done. But, you know... C- can you ever really notice when you're in the call centre? Or is it only something you can know retroactively? Because you never know how long the rest of the call Yeah, I think it's probably one of those things that you only understand in hindsight. That's beautiful. Is, is it like That's Neo trying metaphor. to become the one? It's like, it's something you can only understand and achieve that you're in it when you reach a higher level of understanding and being. I think you're right. I think you're right. That's why the Oracle tells him what he needs to hear, not what he wants to hear. <laughs> CRM stands for Customers Rarely Matter. Can't remember much. Yeah. Communicating Random Meaning. Yeah. Customers Rudimentally Managed or Customer Relationship Management. Well, I can't remember much on the best yeah, I'm of days. I'm clicking with that. We're going straight into that. 
I just I don't I uh, I I feel like I have good long term but bad short term. Uh, we got thirty three out of a hundred. Uh, mm, okay. We have a certificate though. Do <laughs> and a- uh, could you screenshot and send to that to me? I can, and what's quite funny is anyone could have this because it didn't ask us to put in a name. So it just where That's it true. says like it has certificate of achievement, then says I got a score of thirty three <laughs> out of hundred. I is just on one line by itself. Incredible. That's beautiful. Um, I'm going to send that to you right Thank now. Thank you. And I think I think we we're going to share that, and I think all of our listeners can take claim of it as well. Yeah, of course. This should be everyone's certificate yeah. of. Getting 33 out of 100 on customer service skill test one. (laughs) (laughs) I've got an end funny for us. Well, shouldn't we thank... I guess it is. It's it's like a short story, but that's fine. Shouldn't we thank the people first, Liam? Please, thank the people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Thank you. Thank you to the people. Um, But no, thank you for listening. We do this out of the the joy in our bones. Um... And I'm going, to go, I'm going to make a statement and say oh, that... Oh, yeah. I'm just going to change from the fact that we release things on Friday to Friday-ish. <laughs> we release things at the weekend. Friday to Saturday, roughly. That's the weekend. Yeah, that's not the weekend. It's the weekend. I have a real problem with that phrase, but we don't have the time. <laughs> you look really, really certain about that. I have strong feelings, but we just don't have the time. Okay. But, uh, well... Um, also, if everyone could be Dave, could everyone be like Dave and send us stories, please? Be, Dave's be, a good be, guy. Be more Dave. Be more Dave. Um, and yes, send in stories, please. If you have any, we would greatly appreciate them. If you want to send them directly to Seb, you can send them to the Instagram at yeah. to your manager. Or if you want me to read them first, you can send them to to your manager at gmail dot com. Yeah. Um, we have a Patreon. Fuck all on there at the moment, but, but there will be. There will be. And uh, if you go to toyourmanager.com, you can see all the links to all the bits we do. Um, I have a very short story here, which um, honestly sounds like quite a traumatic experience. So here we go. Mm. The story is titled (laughs) Around Her Ankles. A female customer had a few drinks and fell asleep on the toilet. Since our stalls go all the way to the ground, I had to get up on a co-worker's shoulders and then dangle upside down over the top of the stall to (laughs) unlock it. I am then blinded by her private parts, have to pull up her underwear from around her ankles and then wake her up. When she stumbled out of the bathroom, her boyfriend laughed and asked what took her so long. (laughs) Cool relationship, that. Oh, that's... You know when you get a tiny glimpse into someone else's life and it makes you both grateful that you're living your own life but also worried about what everyone else is going through as yeah, part of dude, the human that's condition. That's just such fucking like, sitcom shenanigans having to yeah. dangle someone over a, uh, the top of a um, <laughs> stall to unlock a door. I don't think I've ever had to be dangled. <clears throat> we can change that. Okay. <laughs> do, you know, do you know who has who has been dangled? I'm not going to... Uh, Oh, I don't want to hear this. I can feel it so much in my bones, I don't want to hear this. Teddy. <laughs> that was it. That was a bad joke. Fuck, man. That's actually worse than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did you think it was going to be? I don't know, but do you think I was, I was gonna, Do you think I was going to do a bad rhyme of Tony Danza but Tony Dangle? No. I could have done. Well, so thank you for listening to the last ever Rodney episode of Dangle Team Manager. Field. Um, it's been awful, and we'll see you <laughs> probably never again. Uh, soon. Next, next week. Next week. Bye. Bye.